Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Following the link in the show notes lets Buzzsprout know we sent you, gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and helps support our show. I am so glad that I found Buzzsprout and was lucky enough to start with them. They've been so instrumental in helping me grow That Girl the Podcast. I love that I can look at my stats anytime, anywhere, and know exactly how I'm doing. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. And the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Chapter 3, L.A. Native I sit on my couch later that next day, finally away from the stench of mildew and husbands at work, and stare at my guitar propped up near my desk. I think seriously about picking it up and plucking out a few chords to see if anything strikes me as halfway good enough to work on before I leave for Ryan's listening party tonight. My guitar and I have been at odds lately. I'm not sure if she started it or if I did, but this feud has been going on for some time now. I stare at it some more and see how dusty it's become. I grab a paper towel and start to dust it off. Dust flies everywhere, reminding me that it's more than just a little while since I've picked this thing up and tried to make something out of nothing. As the dust clears, I see a few scratches from nights on stage performing. Nights from another life now. My guitar reminds me of an old friend, smiling at me in the afternoon sun, willing me to just apologize already and pick up where we left off like good friends do. I sigh. Is it even worth it after all this time? The time being around three years, if I'm being honest. Maybe I'm too old. Too out of the loop. Besides... Brian is my only real music industry contact. The rest of them have dried up from neglect and lack of interest. I search for familiar chords, and then unfamiliar ones, to try and spark my creativity with something new that I haven't already done before. All kinds of genres start to come out. I keep searching for something. Something that sounds new. I keep playing and hoping, as all songwriters do, that today will be the day I write the hit I've been waiting for after you've written 100 songs. The song from somewhere else, that's been given from the heavens, that's channeled just for you. I play for a little while longer, and then, defeated, lay down my guitar. It's not going to happen today. My endurance is shot. I need to be playing more if I'm really going to write, or write anything worth hearing. Looking at my guitar helpless on the ground makes me mad. Makeup was supposed to be temporary. I've spent the last four years of my life on a show where people literally look down upon me. I've done this all in the hopes that it would support me financially so that one day I would be what I was always meant to be, a songwriter. As I approach my mid-30s, the haze of my once exciting 20s is quickly coming into focus as more of a desperate plea for my college glory days than youthful exuberance. I thought I'd be further along at this point with my life. When people are getting married, having babies, and buying their first homes, I'm still bar hopping and show hopping. As the years tick by and I'm no closer to achieving my goals in music, I can't help but ask myself day after day, when do I throw in the towel? People say you know when you know, but I don't know. The realist in me thinks, 
let go. You have a job. Be happy with what you have. But the fighter in me thinks, we only have today, so carpe diem, bitch. I sometimes wonder if I ever would have been drawn to music or entertainment if I hadn't grown up in Los Angeles. Yes, I know, I'm one of the few people you met who has. But once you meet one of us, you'll start meeting all of us as we migrate in small, close-knit packs. While natives of LA are rare, the few that stay here are relatively down-to-earth. Rendered helpless to the magnet that is the entertainment industry, we're unfazed by it in any capacity. It's the equivalent to living in Iowa and growing corn. You just do it. Everyone you know, from your parents to your dry cleaners kids, are in it, and there's nothing glamorous about it. You may try being an actor for a minute, only to realize the rejection is debilitating. Or you may be a child singer for a heartbeat and end up with a habit. It's all just so desperate. Nepotism is so prevalent here, it's a given you'll naturally flow right into the system at one of the major studios. It's second nature for you to spend your summer vacation on set with your mom or be on location in the desert shooting with your dad. You'll take it for granted. You'll also take for granted that privilege when you finally need to get out of the house and get a job. Mom or dad will certainly know someone, and you'll probably get placed as some guppy production assistant on an indie film just like the rest of us. We don't all expect special treatment. Some of us are just given it. Both of my parents were workaholics, so I naturally became one too. Being musical at a young age, I picked up the guitar and started banging out noise promptly thereafter. That was the beginning of my music career. I was sight reading by 6 and writing songs by 11. I was a certifiable music geek without the glasses. Those came later. While I had plenty of friends growing up, I was more focused on my career than recess. At 12 years old, I swore I'd never be a writer or a musician because those are two professions that don't make any money. Which is, of course, exactly what I ended up becoming. A songwriter. I must have been a wise child because I was right. I don't make any money. Thankfully, I had parents who made me think if I just worked hard enough, I could achieve anything. And I believed them like most of my lost and emotionally stunted generation. Everybody wins. Everybody is good enough. Now everybody is detached and unable to form human connections that don't involve your phone as a buffer. But it wasn't just my parents who had me drinking the Kool-Aid. It was my friends' parents and their friends. People would constantly tell me about my potential. While I had my tiny world willing me to succeed, I also had the pressure of it to fail. All of their support was great in fueling my ambition, but there was nothing to catch me when I would fall on my face later. None of us were prepared for the backlash of a broken economy that would come and the jobs that weren't waiting for us when we graduated. This is not a story that makes our parents feel better. When I got to college, I majored in music with an emphasis on production. I thought it would give me an edge as a songwriter who could also produce, especially since it was unheard of for a girl to be a music producer. The only edge it gave me was a constant slew of nerdy boys desperate to get to second base in the studio during off hours. This unfortunately hasn't changed much, and it's made it that much harder for me to make it in this very male-dominated world of music. I graduated college with enormous debt and no jobs in sight, which was the beginning of a very long road of disappointments. I had done some internships along the way, but I was never able to land anything steady. It didn't make it any easier breaking into the boys club of music without a penis, 
and it was impossible for a relatively pretty young girl to be taken seriously at any recording studio. I knocked, but no one answered. But they did crack the door to ask me out. Eventually, I was hired to write jingles and songs on small spec commercials once in a while. Sometimes I would write a song for an up-and-coming band here, a new Pop-Tart there, but nothing that paid the rent. All the while, I was working five measly jobs and barely getting by. I was still getting random calls for writing sessions, but that wasn't cutting it. I needed to make some money and fast. My mom had been a very successful makeup artist for most of her life, and with a few phone calls promised she could get me a job as one. She urged me to try my hand at it for a while as a temporary fix to my impending money situation. But I was stubborn about changing career paths, even for a short amount of time, and thought I would lose momentum if I did. Unfortunately, I was also about to lose my apartment if I didn't. I was an adult now, and I needed to do adult things like be able to buy groceries without my debit card being declined. I knew I had to do something, and reluctantly, I started listening to her. So, one dark and stormy night, actually it was a sunny afternoon because it never rains here, I made my fateful decision to become a makeup artist. It wasn't long until I found work. In fact, I was working all of the time. I finally had some money in my pocket. I was able to afford to do things like a normal 20-something, like go out to dinner and answer my phone because I could pay the bill on time. As I make my way up the makeup ladder, I watch my friends make their way up the music ladder, and it's slowly beginning to eat me up inside. I have learned increasingly well how to grip my teeth while smiling. While I became more and more attached to the money I was making, I fell more and more into a depression about the music I wasn't. I work horribly long hours, which leaves me no time for a life, much less music. I look at my paychecks and wonder if it's even worth it. Every day I think about my bargain, and every night I wonder how to get out of it. Hey guys, did you know that for $5 a month, you can help support That Girl the Podcast on our new Patreon page? You'll get access to bonus podcast episodes only seen on Patreon, bonus footage on current episodes, Q&As, and everyone's favorite, loopers, and so much more. Because That Girl doesn't have sponsors, you'd be our sponsor. With $5 a month, you can help me keep making the podcast. To sign up, go to patreon.com forward slash that girl the podcast.